I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Let's get moving with Maria. Inspiration to spend a few minutes each day to get moving on the small things that can make a big difference in your life. Thank you for joining us today for Let's Get Moving. Today we're going to talk about sunscreen and skin care and self-care. And with me is Abby Robles. She is an Instagram blogger. Her Instagram, Eat, Pray, Love, Cleanse. And Abby, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me today. Tell me how you got into being an Instagram blogger. That's a great question. Um, I think I've always really enjoyed playing around with skincare and like self-care and trying to find that connection. Um, but it was just about over a year ago that I just decided to start my own Instagram account for it because I found I was recommending products to my friends and I was really passionate about finding something that worked for me. And I thought, well, why not? Let's try giving it a try with creating an account and I was kind of hesitant at first because, you know, there's always like the personal questions where it's like, well, I'm not a blogger. I'm not cut out for this. Like, who am I to to try this? But then it's also like, well, what's the worst that could happen, you know? And 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 plus you learn so much. You gain so uh much expertise in just talking to people and learning their needs and kind of reaching out to them. Well, and it's what's been cool is I've been able to connect with people literally from all around the world, like, and made really good friends, actually, through my account, which I never anticipated, um, like friends in in Italy and Portugal and the Philippines. And it's just really neat to see, like, a global audience coming together over something like skincare. It's right. Cool. And I understand you have quite a few followers now. Uh, oh, I, th- I mean, I think so. It's, uh, it's, it's been a process. It's, I've had the account for a year and... Um, it's kind of, as you might know, with having your own um, account, there's an algorithm with Instagram. And so it, it is a little bit of a guessing game sometimes with how to engage people. But mm-hmm. you just try your best and have fun with it. Right. Yeah. Well, we're uh, experiencing temperatures of like over 100 degrees. So oh. it just seemed like the perfect time to really talk about, you know, how to take care of our skin. So kind of give us some of your knowledge, some of the things that you've learned and that you are suggesting uh, on Instagram. Oh, yeah, I'd love to. Well, and it's the summer has been been dreadful, too, with how hot it's been. Um, I think definitely with summer being around, of course, my top recommendation is sunscreen, sunscreen, sunscreen. And I also would recommend that for all times of the year, because even if it's cloudy, there's certain rays that can still penetrate the clouds that will still damage your skin. Um, but there's, I think there's a lot of misconceptions about sunscreen that I'd love to yeah, let's try talk to cover about. about. Right. That would be great. And right. I, I mean, sunscreens have gotten so much better than they used to oh, be. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to deal with the greasy, greasy stuff <laughs> yeah. like you used to, right? Uh-huh. There are special products just for your face and that. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. Let's talk about the myths surrounding yeah. sunscreen. So myths. Oh, I love doing myth, myth busting. So one of the myths is that if it's not a sunny day, you don't need sunscreen. And... Mm-hmm. One of the myths with that is because when it's really sunny, you're more prone to be burned, right? But there's two types of 
rays. There's UVA rays and UVB rays from the sun. Um, and one thing I read online was UVB stands for burning, and those are the rays that can burn your skin. But UVA stands for aging, which still can damage your skin and obviously And who wants to age, right? <laughs> no. Especially when it's your skin. Oh, my gosh, right? I know. And so and every single dermatologist, their number one recommendation is sunscreen for age prevention, in, in the skin at least. Um, and so... It's interesting because even UVA rays, which are the aging rays, can even penetrate car windows. So even if it's a totally cloudy day, those rays are getting through the clouds and through your house windows and your car windows. And I think that's one of the reasons why dermatologists recommend always, always, always wearing some kind of sunscreen, regardless of the time of the year. But I think obviously, especially during summer when we're outside more. Um, And I like what you said, Maria, about how there are new sunscreens out that make it so much easier to apply and reapply. Um, I think there's another recommendation about reapplying sunscreen throughout the day because most of the time, just one application in the morning won't be enough to guarantee you protection throughout the day, especially if you're going outside. Um, Some dermatologists recommend reapplying every two hours even. And then for me, when I started getting into makeup, it's like, well, how does that make sense with makeup? Because I have sunscreen underneath my makeup and then I'm wearing makeup, but it's really neat because brands have even started making setting mists that can go over your makeup that um, contain SPF. So it's an easier way to reapply without moving any of your makeup. I love it because it's just one more easy step to incorporate. Um, So that's something that I've not even thought of. I'm pretty good about like I make sure that um, my moisturizer uh-huh. My, you know, my face moisturizer has sunscreen in it. Yeah. And then I don't have to think about it, right? Right. I get up in the morning, you shower, you mm-hmm. put on, you know, your moisturizer, and then you don't think about it for most of the day. Oh, yeah. But totally. if you're going to be outside, for sure, yeah. I, yeah, I'm not going to put more moisturizer over my makeup. So right. So what a great, what a great product that is that I haven't oh, yeah. even really noticed. Oh, totally. And and then that's something that's been new for me this last year, too. It's uh. I took, um, I went on a trip to Florida. I went to Disney World and I took along, obviously, regular sunscreen and then setting the sunscreen because I had makeup on at, at Disney World. And it was so easy just applying the sunscreen on spritz, throughout the day. Kind of a spritz. Oh, yeah. And it's thing. refreshing, too. It's really nice. And, um, of course, there's other tips as far as protective prevention goes as far as protecting your skin during the summer. A lot of the tips is... When you're outdoors, seeking shade when possible, wearing protective clothing like sunglasses, even hats sometimes, and of course, generously applying the sunscreen um, throughout the day. And for me, I I love taking sunglasses, especially when I go out just to walk my dogs, even if it's five minutes, because Mm -hmm. that's just one more layer like around the eyes where it's pretty easy to start noticing like damage or aging around the eye skin because it's so delicate there. You know what's so funny about what you're just mentioning? It mm-hmm. makes me think, um, so I was out in the yard last weekend, uh-huh. and it wasn't necessarily that I had any makeup on. Uh-huh. So I've applied the moisturizer, and I've just kind of forgotten about it, but it is so hot that I am perspiring. Oh, and yeah. I noticed that I'm kind of wiping my face, mm-hmm. and so I have got a little bit of burning on my face oh, right yeah. beneath my eyes where I'm constantly trying to wipe, like, the perspiration. But oh, the yeah. spritzer mm-hmm. is something I could, like, carry in my pocket around oh, yeah. the yard and reapply 
Oh, yeah. Whenever I'm feeling too hot. So I just, I love that idea so much. Did you find one that you liked in particular? Yeah, I actually have one I love. It's from a brand called Super Goop. It's kind of a funny name. Mm -hmm. Um, But they're huge in the sunscreen world right now. And um, it's neat because it comes in two sizes. You can get, I think, a 1.7 ounce. So it's just like small enough to fit into your pocket. And Mm -hmm. then you can get a larger size, like the size of a water bottle for like different needs, like traveling needs. Um, and I, I love, love that, that one. The 1.7, that could oh, easily yeah. fit in my jean pocket totally. or my shirt's pocket when I'm outside. Oh, yeah. And then even then, with if you're having issues with sunscreen kind of melting off, like mm-hmm. with moisturizer, if you're going to be outdoors a lot, I would personally recommend maybe a water-resistant sunscreen because that's that will help at least with, right. if you're wiping. That would have helped that problem oh, too, right? Oh, man, I yeah. understand though. And, and of course... If worse comes to worse and there is burning, aloe vera is amazing. Nature's remedy for sure. I right. love it. No doubt about it. Yeah. And and um, as far as one thing I wanted to touch on, there's also just a tiny detail to consider with sunscreen is there is an expiration date. And the reason why I felt like it would be good to bring that up is because um, if your sunscreen has expired, say it's SPF 50, but it's expired – there's nothing guaranteeing that protection. And I think of all places, like, sun care isn't something we want to risk. Um, but I've read on the on the website from the FDA that it requires sun bottles, sunscreen bottles, to have an expiration date. And if it doesn't have an expiration date, that means it has a shelf life of three years. Um, but even then, there's been doctors like um, Dr. Joshua... Zachner, um, who's a dermatologist, and he recommended, you know, if it gets to a point where your product kind of starts to look or smell different than it used to, it's better that you just discard it, kind of like when in doubt, throw it out just to be safe. Yeah, such good advice. Uh, Some of those things end up in the back of the cabinet and oh, yeah. uh, you don't realize that they've been there for as long as they have. Totally. Yeah, and we check we check expiration dates on everything. Uh-huh. Why With not food. our sunscreen, right? Uh-huh. I totally. don't know that I've ever checked the expiration date on my sunscreen. Right. So really really good advice. I want to go back to the aloe for a second, the aloe vera. Uh-huh. Um because aloe vera is in everything now. Uh-huh. So I think we have to distinguish. You have to watch the product carefully mm-hmm. because they're putting aloe vera in all sorts of kind of lotions and you would, might not get the exact benefit that you need. Yeah, I, I think um, I think overall it's an amazing ingredient to have in skincare, even in small portions. Um, but when I say when I would say when it's treating sunburns, honestly, I think getting the highest concentration possible of just anywhere between 96 to 100 percent aloe vera. From And I don't know if I'm saying that plant name right, but whether it's straight from the plant or just a generic um, organic brand, uh, I would say that's the safest route because then you don't have the chance of any added fragrances, which might irritate sunburns mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also, there's a really interesting like stigma around, you know, I think skincare and self-indulgence. I thought maybe we could talk about that. Yeah. No, in fact, that's where I wanted to go next. Okay. You know, because moms will be so good about putting all of the products that their kids need to make sure their kids Mm -hmm. aren't burning. And then, you know, they don't think twice about running out in the backyard, weeding for a little bit, not even thinking about, hey, do I have any sunscreen on? So, yeah. What is that stigma around just self-care? Yeah. You know, 
pampering. We're not even talking about pampering. We're talking about really just taking care of yourself here. Right. Well, and I think, luckily, I think the stigma is slowly changing. I think with more access to social media and hearing people's stories. But there is this um, kind of stigma around, I think, putting, like, consumerism. I think there's two, like, there's a thin line between consumerism and investing in yourself and your self-care, which I think it's important to consider that. But there's also this really interesting misunderstanding in the beauty community that to reach or achieve flawless skin equals fulfillment, like personal fulfillment, where to me, it's the focus on self-care and taking that time for yourself that contributes to personal fulfillment, like saying, I'm taking these five minutes for myself today and and that's going to really contribute to overall my personal self-esteem. Right. I think maybe the stigma might come from the fact that many skincare products, many skincare lines are very expensive. Oh, totally. Well, and I think, again, that's another thing that is a little complicated because I think there are certain products that in the end, may it may be better to spend a little bit more on. Like if there's, say, say you have a really hard time finding a, a sunscreen at the drugstore that just doesn't sit well under makeup and you end up never using it because you hate the way it feels on your skin. In that case, dermatologists have said the best sunscreen for you is the one you're going to be applying every day. That, right. That's worth it. But I also strongly believe that a solid skincare routine does not have to be expensive at all. I mean, most of my favorite items I can pick up at a drugstore or a grocery store. And and I think it's just really figuring out your skin type and your skin needs and just working around that regardless of your budget. I think there will definitely be a product for you. I think the other part of the problem is that when you talk about consumerism, commercialism, Mm -hmm. um, marketers are constantly trying to sell us something that they can't really give us. Like we're going to erase your wrinkles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I think that's another part of the problem, that whole stigma. You're you're just applying this product and it's not going to really help you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I think it's I think it's interesting because there there is to me, I definitely see there's a lot of emotional manipulation when it comes to branding. And there's even an interesting kind of theme going on in the kind of organic, clean beauty community that is it kind of has a lot of fear-mongering when it comes to brands, I think, what's the word, demonizing certain ingredients that may be artificial or synthetic because they're not natural, but they actually may be more beneficial than a lot of natural ingredients. Like, for example, sunscreen. There, For a lot of sunscreens, there can be, there are synthetic ingredients to stabilize the formula, but when there's this marketing demonizing these ingredients when it's really sun care is so important and skin cancer is the number one cancer in America, the evidence supporting those claims are so much more weighty, you know, so much more gravity to those claims than some kind of pseudoscience going on in marketing right now, which is something I feel strongly about as well. Mm-hmm. Well, I, and I, the word organic has always bothered me. Mm. Because mm-hmm. I want you to prove it to me that your product is, you know, what you did with your vegetables was better than the other, you know, segment in the grocery store in the produce department, you know, 
Mm-hmm. I've kind of always wanted proof. That's kind of what reporters do. They investigate. Mm-hmm. They're skeptical, right? So organics has been problematic for me mm-hmm. in the past. Well, and I think what's interesting with the within the beauty community in the United States, as far as the terms natural, organic, all natural, non-toxic, there's absolutely no regulation around those words. So you could have any type of formula and put those words on your bottle and and it doesn't matter what's in your formula because those words aren't regulated. So it's really confusing for consumers. Right. It is regulated in the produce department. But in I mean, the produce they're department, supposed to mean yeah. certain things. But you're right. When it comes to, you know, what we're buying on mm-hmm. the shelf for our face, not regulated. Right. And the only thing that's 100 percent for sure under the FDA is the um, or sorry, not the FDA. It's the it's it's USDA certified organic on skincare. That's when you can know for sure those ingredients are organic. And even then, it doesn't necessarily mean that those organic ingredients are more effective than synthetic. It really depends, I think. So how do you go about, with your blog, how do you go about deciding what kind of really advice to give people or what kinds of things do you write about? How do you how do you decide what you really feel strongly about and then go about writing about that? It's a great question. I really try to focus on in my blog creating positive messages that include whether it's self-care, spirituality, um, a reminder to take time for yourself today, in addition to educating with the knowledge that I have about skincare, whether it's I I recently did a post specifically devoted to my favorite sun care brands that I've really enjoyed. And then I've actually had a couple posts that are only devoted to mental health um, diagnoses and like my own my own struggles and how learning to invest time in in self-care has really helped in that department. And it's and to me, I've found um, I've worked in social work for a couple of years. And so I've I've kind of learned how. The benefits of establishing a routine are enormous, and and that routine might include a morning skincare routine or washing your face at night as you prepare for bed. And there's something called DBT skills, which is short for dialectical behavior therapy skills, and that essentially can encompass like grounding techniques, which is focusing on what you feel or smell around you, what you see, what you touch, and that helps you be grounded and mindful and decrease stress. And as I was doing skincare one day, I was doing my night routine and thinking like, wow, I'm feeling really relaxed right now. And and it's because, you know, you're 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 present because you're feeling the cold water on your face, you're feeling the textures in your fingers. And and sometimes it's it's not even so much about you know, correcting and, and I hate the word correcting, but striving to improve skin, but really just taking that time to be present with yourself. And that's what I found has been so helpful for me. Abby, anything you'd like to add? Oh, I think one thing I would say is just sunscreen. I I love sunscreen. And I like what you mentioned about how your moisturizer, you do have a moisturizer with with SPF. And I think that's awesome. It is, I think, always, um, you will definitely have I think the strongest amount of sun protection from a traditional sunscreen. But if you're at a point where it's like, oh, I can't even imagine. It's unbearable to think adding one more step to my morning routine, then definitely opt for a moisturizer with sunscreen because 
any sun protection is better than none at all. And and there's so many options. And I could just throw out a couple at the drugstore. Um, CeraVe, the skincare brand, has great great options for both skincare items and SPF. And um, Australian Gold Botanical uh, brand has great options too for sunscreen that are affordable and and sit well under makeup. So those will be my things. And of course, make sure you take time for yourself. All right. Abby, thank you so much. With me today, Abby Robles. She's an Instagram blogger. Her Instagram, Eat, Pray, Love, Cleanse. Thanks for being here. Thank you.